1: For The Record, we'd like to acknowledge that right now we're broadcasting on the stolen Gadigal land of the Eora Nation, we pay our respects to Elders past and present, and extend that respect to any First Nations person listening.
2: You are tuned in to For The Record here on FBI Radio 94.5, and if you're a fan of indie music anywhere between 2005 and 2015, there's a big chance that you know the record that we're doing after that track right there. For those of you that aren't aware... We're doing Arcade Fire's sprawling, insane, crazy record, The Suburbs.
1: That right there is the title track. If you tuned in to *Full The Record for the first time, we're a weekly album show here on FBI. We're going to go through The Suburbs from start to finish, the whole thing in its entirety, talk about its legacy, influences, sound, production, and so much more. So stick around on 94.5 FM, let us know where you're coming in from on 0409 945 945, whether that's digital radio or streaming at fbiradio.com.
2: Now, Arcade Fire at the time were obviously a product of the music that they had released up until that point. Their first two records were epics sprawling all over the place, gang vocals everywhere. Just saying epic is kind of feels like a little bit of an understatement, but you get what I mean and the suburbs is definitely no less epic but i think it definitely dials down the intense emotion of win butler and kind of forces him to kind of look a bit more into himself and and look at the music that he's making from maybe a little bit of a perspective that they hadn't done up until that point
1: yeah i mean the suburbs definitely feels a little bit more subdued in the most uh arcade fiery way it's I'm sure you're probably thinking subdued how, but very much in the Arcade Fire catalogue, this is the most quote-unquote laid-back they would have been. It feels very much this whole record like a storybook uh, narrative, don't you reckon, Dan?
2: Yeah, definitely. And it's, 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 it's obviously very telling that the cover is, is a car parked in a driveway, because this album, to me, feels like a dr- literally a drive through the suburbs, as cliche and corny as that sounds. I think that this, this album is one of those records that truly depicts exactly what it's trying to get across. You could even kind of call this album local, it's that kind of, it's got that kind of warmth that really kind of reels you in, and Win Butler is so, so good at um, inviting everybody to to kind of be a part of what he's trying to present.
1: What's your favourite part of this record, Dan?
2: I mean, if you want my honest opinion, "Ready to Start" I think is is one of the best tracks on this album. I think it's everything I want in an Arcade Fire song. But aside from that, I I really love the fact that they do a lot of um, reprises, and I, I think that I was thinking about it last night. I think it makes total sense that albums do reprises and re kind of um, reimagine ideas that were previously explored in the album before just because books do it movies do it and i I think that you know any any album that wants to kind of really truly tell a story there's there should be no reason why you can't revisit like they do um with the verse track the suburbs at the very end win butler kind of like bookends the album by reimagining the start of the song um kind of from a new perspective after the whole album's finished and he's done telling his story, which I think is really, really interesting.
1: Well, there you go. Here's your reason to keep listening. We're going to jump into Ready to Start here on FBI. On For the Record, my name's Maya Billick. I'm with Dan Gordon. Stick around. Get in touch on 0409 945 945.
2: listening to City With No Children by Arcade Fire. You're tuned in to For The Record here on FBI Radio 94.5, where we've been running through the suburbs by Arcade Fire. Uh, Modern Man up the top, Rococo after that one, and then Empty Room. Man, what an album.
1: Now, I mentioned a little earlier, this is a bit of a storybook-telling kind of record, and you can hear that lyrically, musically, and I think what makes this record so great and such a fun encapsulating listen is its ability to make the unassuming mundane things you would never suspect to have you know those details you wash over putting them into the forefront and making them all sound so irresistible in the sense that you once you hear those details you can't turn away from them
2: yeah, and it can be really painful in its relatability. The record isn't necessarily about living in the suburbs, it's about growing up in the suburbs and becoming who you are or who you're going to be in the suburbs. And I think that a lot of people listening, that to me that's why this record, maybe it's not the best Arcade Fire album, I, I think that there's, there's honestly a debate there, but it's definitely the most relatable Arcade Fire album, and, and I think that that can't be understated.
1: I mean, the mythology of suburban living isn't something new. It's been a big point of, I guess, discussion and trying to understand from as far back, if not even further, than, like, the 50s and peak suburban living, right? The suburbs over time has definitely changed, evolved, developed, but I think if you too grew up in, in the burbs and suburban living... I think what we can all relate to is that feeling of potentially being a little bit trapped, maybe stifled to a degree, feeling like its own world within a bigger world and wanting to get out, running away. That kind of thing, no?
2: Yeah, where you grow up is where your morals, ethics and aesthetic of your perfect, quote-unquote perfect life is formed. I mean, often this album is... A pretty painful reminder that doesn't always end up going how you planned or how you wanted, and that can lead to apathy rather than empathy. There's a real feel that the narrator of this record has become someone or something that they actively despised growing up, and it's really kind of difficult to listen to that when you you are listening with that context.
1: And it's like deceptively fun at the same time, so you really have to go back and unpick what you just heard.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's necessarily fun nor not fun. I think it's just it's it it kind of really, truly is an album that that exists on a plane of of like living, mm. and and what that kind of means is as, as as quote unquote deep as that is. I think that it, it truly, truly does, and you can can kind of hear Win Butler almost having like a little bit of like a midlife crisis on this album.
1: I was just about to say that. You can definitely feel the sense of dread with, I had all these big hopes and dreams growing up. I would never come back to this place. I'm going to leave. And I feel like it's all too common a tale that, for some reason, this is making me think back to high school, you know, with the whole... So many kids that I went to school with were... Their biggest ambition was, I'm going to come back right here and be a teacher here. And Mm. that was the depth and end of where their world started and ended but you get the sense on on the suburbs and from Win Butler that he regrets thinking that and wishes that he didn't end up back in the same place.
2: Yeah, and I mean you can even kind of hear that in in the way that he delivers his lyrics. They if you obviously if you're a fan of Arcade Fire you know that they they they're, that they're known for extremely energetic, really kind of over the top not all the time, but a lot of the time, um, almost like kind of like shouted lyrics. Um, and here he kind of only ever raises his voice just to create a mood, just to show that kind of angst. Um, the whole album is kind of really delivered with this almost like melodic wash, almost like this nonchalance, where he he's he's sort of over it in a way, mm. and and that's kind of that's kind of the, the tone of the entire record.
1: Yeah, it's definitely the combination of those feelings of honesty, angst, and then these big, grandiose, full-body room studio orchestral arrangements coming together with this, like, hasteful, passionate delivery that paints a picture of this world of its own. It's mesmerising you lean in closer physically as you're listening to it and you start to picture it as if you've already been there.
2: Yeah and I think that all that kind of combines with Arcade Fire not feeling as though they have to always be over the top kind of kind of creates one of the most um, colourfully melodic and interesting albums that they had done up until that point and definitely one of the best in their catalogue
1: you're on fbi radio listening for the record going through the suburbs by arcade fire this one right here half light one don't go anywhere we've got more of the record to
2: go through.
0: Go, Go.
1: Half-Life 1 into Half-Life 2, No Celebration, Suburban War, Month of May, and underneath us right now, Wasted Hours. You're on For The Record on FBI Radio, and we're listening to The Suburbs by Arcade Fire, an album of the times.
2: Yeah, and it definitely feels really apt calling it an album of the times. I, I still remember when this came out, um, it was everywhere. You couldn't escape it. Even if you didn't necessarily like Arcade Fire, you'd for sure known that they'd release an album because it was kind of all anyone was talking about at that point in 2010.
1: Totally. And I think it goes without saying that even the artwork is iconic. Um, It's definitely something that I recognised before I'd even really listened to it. And it's something that also, in getting ready for today, Dan doesn't really feel like there's anything that sounds quite like it. Like I sort of struggled trying to think of a contemporary or artist this was inspired by and it wasn't until you said Bruce Springsteen that I kind of was like, that's it, that's really true. But it's not quite Spoony, it's not quite shinzy.
2: Yeah, no, they definitely were a band kind of unlike anyone making indie rock in the early two thousands and then into the two thousand tens. Um, Bruce Springsteen I think is like a, a fairly accurate reference point Maybe not for their early work but definitely for this album And then also Tom Petty is another one I think that they kind of sound fairly similar um, Or at least maybe Win Butler is kind of taking a lot of inspiration From the way that they made music back when they were super prolific But I think this is an album that Win Butler needed to get off his chest It, it really feels like um, something that had been weighing on him for a long time and really seemed like something he needed to do to kind of move on and continue the Arcade Fire project into the next de- into the next destination, which would obviously be Reflector. But yeah, The Suburbs, I think, is, is one of those records that aged incredibly well, I think will continue to age remarkably well. It's a record that as much as it is a time, it's also a place and you can kind of reach out and grab this one.
1: And For The Record, we're going to dip into a little bit more of The Suburbs. This one right here, Deep Blue. We're in the tail end of The Record. Don't go anywhere. More For The Record up next.
0: Said, where do your kids live? Well, sir, if you only knew what the answer's worth. Been searching every corner of the earth.
2: been listening to deep blue we used to wait after that one sprawl one brackets Flatland, and then the epic sprawl two mountains beyond mountains definitely one of my favorite moments on this record um and one of the most poppier moments in general in the arcade via canon and definitely a little indicator as to where they were kind of going to go next um in their more dancier route on Reflector which was also produced by James Murphy so it's no surprise it had a little bit of a dancier edge to it but I digress we're not talking about Reflector Um, thank you so much for listening to Arcade Fire with us you've been tuned in to For The Record
1: you can find us wherever you get your podcasts from you can grab the highlights reel or if you want to listen back to today's show in full just head to fbiradio.com slash programs click on For The Record and you'll see Arcade Fire's The Suburbs in there Plus all our past episodes. Check us out on Instagram at ForTheRecordFM.
2: If you want to get in touch, ForTheRecord at FBIRadio.com is the spot to do so. But on that note, we're going to leave it with Kinky Amberber on lunch. We'll see you next week.
0: I'd only waste it again If I could have it back You know I would love to waste it again